Hey you, welcome to the Secrets of the Online Coach podcast. I am your co-host Kerry and you will be sitting with myself and the head coach Lynn Trun as we dive into the real and raw stories and strategies around success inside of building your online movement and your coaching business. There are four key pillars inside of business in which you have to master. That is your trade, getting attention and getting desire and commitment and then building on top of those foundations with optimizing your business numbers. We dive deep into discussions around creating systems to build and scale your business and with topics where Lynn throws fire at the mic with his no BS mentorship. Enjoy the show, enjoy the ride and make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a beat. Sup, dog? Sup, okay, Lord, you're in a new place today, aren't you? I know, different side of town today. I'm looking a little bit pasty. Uh, luckily, we're heading over to LA soon, so I'll be able to get my sun-kissed glow tan on and maybe the Vietnamese skin will come out of me as I get brown and, and not and not pasty white. But uh, yeah. I'm forever this this bronze glow that I have. Uh, the Chinese call you a farmer. The Chinese would call Karen a farmer and the Chinese would love me because the Chinese want to be white. I don't, I have no idea. Why, why do the Chinese want to be white? They think white's like, they think that is. Yeah. Mm. It's they think white, white means that you're rich. Tanned means that you're broke. It's so funny. <laughs> you're it's so crazy. When, when you're Chinese, you want to be white and fat because that means you're rich and you've got money. Uh, whereas if you're brown and skinny, then uh, you're a farmer and you don't have status. But we digress. Fitness, fitness wouldn't work in China, hey? <laughs> fitness, fitness doesn't sell in China. It's like people don't want to be skinny and brown. <laughs> they don't want to be skinny and tanned. So fitness wouldn't, wouldn't work. Um, speaking of fitness, today's topic of conversation is a uh, it's a really, really interesting one, Carrie, you know, and, and it's the topic of whether or not um, we can use automated webinars um, to sell 997 high-ticket online coaching programs if that works, if it doesn't work, uh, and all of that jazz. So I wanted, I wanted to answer this question because I brought it up to you. I think it's a brilliant question. I wanted to answer this question because uh, I got a question this morning directly inside of my inbox um, just from a, a prospect that wants to come on with us and work with us and they go, hey, can you help me scale this? And and I, I thought it was a really, really interesting topic of discussion myself. Um, but first, I, I want to know... Uh, people who are coming to work with us, Alex, welcome on board. I can't wait to meet you. Mm. Uh, he just put his deposit down and he's going through the capacity modules in the hot seat. Alex. How, how, is, how is the capacity module? How is getting the inside access to kind of leadership and figuring out whether or not you have the capacity to build a movement? I'm, I'm very interested to get your feedback and hear what, hear what, uh, hear what you're, you're up to. But, Cable, I'm actually interested. Um, I'm actually interested in your, ta- your take on this automated webinars. Yeah, awesome. So I think for the purpose of giving the guys context, um, what I'd like to kind of go through first is what are the different types of webinars that you can run or that are out there right now? 
Um, and then more specifically, we're going to go into the automated webinar and what are the two avenues that you can use it, uh, to uh, strategize with an automation of that webinar. So the first one is obviously you have your live webinars, which you do live. Um, you People register for it. You run it on a specific time, day. You run it live and then you book or sell directly on the webinar into what Lynn is drawing here, your program with bonuses. Uh, the bonuses are more of a tactic for them to act now because they're hot, they're ready to buy. The total value is $100 million and you're getting <laughs> Seven today, but ten thousand dollars tomorrow. So you know, you you want to buy on the day. And then the other version of that is when you automate it. So when you bring someone from your ad to the webinar, the webinar plays automatically, and they can watch it on demand. Basically, yeah. the Netflix of what your product is about, your marketing, selling them into your program. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do you what do you think? Like when it comes down to this, does this work? Does uh, I mean, does this work selling fitness? What's your take on it? And, and what are the problems that you see if it does work? Like, what what do you think happens when somebody buys something? And yeah, there's the money back thirty day money back guarantee, all of that stuff. Because you're yeah. trying to you're trying to it's it's almost remember remember that time that we were sitting uh, in Sydney watching the infomercials and we're like oh who's going to order this little pendant today and then they get this bonus and oh my god ladies why don't we take this down and you get two for one and it's almost like a pressure boiler that's what i that's what i feel and i, I feel like uh you know our, our mentor russell brunson who we spent two years with um teaches the perfect webinar and this is this is automated webinars mm. um i think he's brilliant i really really think that if you have a product that's a how-to, um, then it works. But fitness and coaching and high ticket, in my personal opinion, this doesn't work. And uh, I'm interested in, in uh, Kerry, why you don't think it works. Yeah, my initial thought is, first of all, the webinar is the vehicle, right, to the product. And the beautiful thing about the webinar is that it sets up the pre-frame of your program and what you're all about as something that differentiates you from the marketplace because the marketplace sells fitness and nutrition. When you position yourself in a webinar, you're positioned as an expert. But the thing with actually using that to sell versus yeah. use yourself to sell is that it's not pre-framed for them and setting them up with the right expectations of them paying automatically to you $9.97 versus their expectations of what the actual program, the effort, because the effort to, to, to pay for your program was second to none. They could just take out their credit card versus the effort to actually put in the commitment and follow through yes. on the program without a conversation with you one-on-one -on -one is going to be very low. Big one. So when we look at coaching, when you look at high-end online fitness coaching, uh, guys and girls, this is this is the craziest part of it, is that you don't want to sell people on an offer, on greed, on stacking bonuses. The reason is, the reason is when they buy, 
they'll realize all the work that they need to do and they'll go, fuck, this was really hard. I don't want to do this anymore. And so because you get a lack of commitment, you get high churn, you get low retention. You don't get the right people in the community. Uh, the cons of this also too, I can add a complete list of cons to this. The fact is uh, you don't have that high with profit margin ad spend because I don't think you can sell a 997 offer with fitness. I actually think it's more like 297 to like 697 if you're selling pure fitness, which means you don't have a lot of profit. Your profit margins don't actually have to work. So you have to actually write, be clever with your ads game. You have to be able to write ads. Uh, and, and, and the reasons why I say it's, it's, it's pros and cons. Pros is the fact that it's automated and the fact that you don't have to sell yourself again. Cons is the fact that it's 90 minutes long uh, and people have to sit through 90 minutes. And God, God knows now, like we live in a world where attention spans is absolutely nothing. So four years ago, I could have done this podcast every day and, and you know, we have a look at the statistics, the amount of views, the amount of people that watch this and listen to this. And it's like, shit, I would have had five times as much content on, 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 this, uh, on this live stream, on this podcast itself. Attention spent going down, which means somebody, to get somebody to finish, if you get 100 people that watches your webinar, you're probably going to get like three people that stay towards the end which literally means what if you might get one or two buyers. So yeah, your profit margins decrease with that. Um, I, I don't believe in it. Not anymore, not for high ticket online coaching. It's not the model that I choose to run. The reason is we use a very, very strategic model here and we go, how do you plant the seeds and water the garden? How do you go out there and find your ideal clients, pull them in, see value over small pieces of time, whether they're on Facebook, whether they see you on Instagram, whether they see you inside of a group, whether they see you here, use paid ads, build them into a webinar, get them to apply, and then nurture them along the way. And it's, it's actually using multiple touch points and not relying on one. The webinar relies on, like, I've, I hear this so much that I didn't even want to say it, but it relies on me meeting Kerry for the first time and going, hey, do you want to have kids? And then it, uh, and then she's, I mean, a hundred carats and they all say, no, you know, uh, that's, that's it. Whereas, you know, you want to date, you want to seduce, you want to play the game. You want to go, well, I don't actually need you kids. I'm, I've got other people. And Kerry says, I've got other people too, until we start to mingle and we still, we start to talk and still, until I actually, uh, show Kerry that I'm the expert and I'm the man that she wants to be with. And then she said, cool, I'm ready to commit. Done. And, and, now with shorter attention spans than ever, it's it's crazy to see the amount of uh, automation that doesn't work. And I'm going to say this because in 2016, I sold six figure online coach for 997, whole Russell Brunson style, got got a two figure two comma club award with that. It was working amazing. Like it was it was great. Now smile on your face. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake, it was amazing. It was yeah. like awesome. We're running it. Now attention, like modern day and marketing changes. So you need to adapt to the times. You need to take that same ecosystem and you need to extend it out and do the opposite of what everybody's doing. But nobody can be fucked. Like this is the hardest part. Everybody does automated webinars. And so guess what happens? When I look at an automated, I don't sit through an automated webinar. I sit through somebody that gives me a piece of valuable information. I go, oh my God, they know what they're talking about. 
I might buy something a little bit. I might hit them up on Messenger. I might join their group. I might ask them for a few things. And I'm having that dynamic conversation. And we're moving away from a world of automation. People don't want automation anymore. They thought it was cool a few years ago. They're like, oh my God, like I get an app. And if this is how your prospect's mind thinks, they go, oh my God, if I had an app and I could track everything, that'd be so cool, right? 10 years ago. They were like, oh my God, if I could just track all my macros, I would get into shape and I could track my mobile and I could just have it on my mobile. I don't want to bring my diary. I keep forgetting my diary. That's what they say to themselves. It's the, if this happened, I would get the results and then it happens. And then it's like, oh wait, now nah, there's too much technology now. I'm just, I'm confused with which app to use. And it's just people's, you have to understand human nature. It's just, um, it's another excuse after another excuse and it's just a pattern. And I think, because there's so much automated stuff online, you go on Facebook, every second ad is an automated webinar. Uh, and, and you want to see something refreshing. You want to see something new. And it's, it's requiring high touch points. But also in my model, I believe in generating applications. I believe in pre-qualifying the sales call with a webinar, with a training, with a 25, 30-minute training. And then I believe closing on commitment uh, that I take prospects through the six Ps, not because I want to sell you on this new opportunity and how much, uh, how easy it's going to be and how amazing you're going to look without doing shit. The six P's is like a boiler room where my prospects literally cry because they go, Lina, I, I'm ready. I'm ready to commit. I can prove it to you. I'm ready to do the fucking work. That's what the six P's is. So instead of trying to sell people on the opportunity and how they can get into shape and you know, everything's going to be dandy. I go, you've seen the results. This is fucking hard. Why do you want this? And they and it's it's reverse psychology, which means I get commitment. And if you can get commitment from your client, you don't get clients that sign up with you that are lazy. You don't get clients that sign up with you that have wrong expectations. You reduce that and therefore you reduce churn, but you increase the result of your program only to fill your marketing. So marketing starts here, it goes around to sales. If you enroll, if you enroll the wrong person, you're screwed. And if you enroll the right person because you actually set up the expectations with them on the call and you don't sell them on greed, sloth, laziness and, all, and, and where everyone else is playing, you actually get three times, five times the results here, build your certainty. You've got now more marketing arsenal to bring out to the marketplace and then you become that big fish in the, uh, in the pond. And Alex? also mentioned that um social creatures and i think i am trying not to laugh dan uh I, I really think that's true for the fact that for so many years businesses were trying to automate forgetting that the technology doesn't outweigh the fact that we're all social beings mm. Mm. connection yeah with your prospects is the most important thing and and the idea so yeah yeah, I think, well, the, the thing that I'm really proud of with everyone in our group is that they focus their businesses on client-centric model rather than themselves For as sure. the business and what they can do to be more efficient in their business, to make more money yeah. in their business on the front end. And for instance, Dan was a perfect example when I saw him in, in the community that one of his mums came back after a year of being <laughs> And that's what happens when you're always watering the seeds, which is 
a saying that we like to use in, inside of our community that when they can flourish as a prospect, they will commit as a client. Correct. And that client, I bet, is going to be one of Dan's best clients. Yeah. So you're, you're completely spot on there because I think the difference between winning the, the difference between winning and losing and building a biz, big business and, and really stepping up is having that relentlessness to do whatever it takes. And right now, whatever it takes isn't automated webinars. Right now, it's actually taking that automated webinar and creating 25 pieces of content, segmenting it and getting that strategically in front of your prospect and then delivering way more value to them and then getting them to book in a call to apply to work with you and closing them on commitment on a higher price point than it is to, uh, I mean, I'm going to be honest, Everybody loves the idea of having something automated that can sell a $1,000 product for them. Everybody does. But it doesn't work because everybody is trying to do it. And it all sounds the same. Um, it's like fitness. Especially, everybody wants it to be automated. And, and, uh, easy for me to get lean and hot. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and I say this, I say the thing that we have in our community is that it doesn't matter what we do, it matters that we do the thing that we know we need to do. Um, we're not going to stay fancy. I don't stay fancy to webinars or Linda's challenges or Linda's this. Everyone thinks that I stay fancy to challenges. You know, when I when I did the whole seven-day challenge thing in 2014-15, everyone was like, Lynn's the challenge guy. And I'm like, Lynn's just the guy that is going to use whatever works right now to maximize profit and revenue inside of his business because whilst everyone can put labels on you it doesn't matter what works like i will find what works and then go to the next thing and whether or not it's sales through messenger and i need to connect with everyone through messenger or it's i'm going to put out micro pieces of content on on facebook and then get people to connect and then comment back to them i'm just trying to figure out what works and what people are responding to because of trends if sales are not increasing but people are still buying where are they buying People are still buying, but your sales have decreased. So they're buying in some other shape, form, phone, uh, Facebook, you know, messenger chat, uh, your bot. They're buying directly from a referral. The way people buy has changed. And I think drastically to, to be able to just put up a 90-minute webinar and go, hey, I'm going to scale using this, that's really, really foolish and that's going to set yourself up to failure. Uh, but being able to use a multitude of content uh, marketing and ads to fuel that and then keep on getting in front of your person with more value and more value and more value and, and hyperdense that uh, hyperdense that focus on, on top of them. That's the only way to win. It's, it's all about micro communities. Who can build and deliver value? And we are watching this yesterday with Seth Rogen. Seth, Seth Rogen? Is that his name? Coden. <laughs> Seth Rodin, Seth Godin is the marketer. Rodin is the actor, right? So Seth Godin was talking about tribes and he's been talking about tribes for the last five years. I, I, I have to agree more now than ever. If shit's not working for you, you need to go deeper, not wider. You need to go deeper, not wider. So no automated webinar to a payment upfront with 997 yeah. with hundred thousand dollars worth of value and all of that what do you I, I, correct I, I knew you were going to ask that question instead that they yeah. do 
Uh, use a web, use some sort of training webinar. You can still have a webinar, but use it as a pre-qualifying process to get somebody onto a call. So when they're booked in a call with you, give that to them to watch first. And if your content's interesting enough, if you're good enough as a presenter and they, they feel certain that you're the person that they want to work with, they'll sign up with you. Uh, and use it to go, hey, you know, I know we've got a call booked in, but I need you to complete this task first to get yourself on the same page. That's what we use. Um, and then we use a variety of different micro content uh, to get them to book into calls and, and have that conversation. Now, we can have conversations through uh, Messenger. We can have conversations through ManyChat. We'll have conversations through Zoom. Uh, and I will randomly at times pick up my phone and give uh, prospects a call just out of the book, just to go, hey, I'll use voice message. I'll use things that they haven't seen because I'm different and I'm unique. And it's all about staying ahead of the trend rather than doing things that worked a year, two, three, four, five, five years ago. Awesome. Mm. So I hope these guys watch this video and changes their mind about their automated webinar and scaling with that. Yeah. For sure. Um, and and, and, and chat to us more about it. <laughs> and and it's, it's, it's really funny because people want to sell you easy shit. Marketers want to sell you how their system can have you making money and getting clients without having to do anything. But funnily enough, uh, that never works. Funnily enough, it never works. Think about the people that you buy from. Think about the last event that you went to. Think about, you know, think about how much... Tony Robbins has branded himself to get you to go to his event, how long you've known him for, how much you've watched of him, where you saw him on Netflix, you watch him on YouTube for motivation, and you see his ad time and time and time again to get you to pull the trigger. That's the span of three years. Think about every other person that you bought from um, properly. I'm not talking about you bought from them because you're looking to be saved, like you saw an opportunity because you're greedy. If you buy because of greed, you'll fail. If you buy because... Uh, of a quick fix, you'll fail. Think about the people that you actually bought from that delivered an amazing experience. You're like, holy crap, you have to think about it time and time again. Think about the buying cycle and all the effort that they have to uh, put in to get their content in front of you in order for you to buy from them. So most people make the quick sale because they're selling something uh, to some that appeals to somebody's greed or it appeals to somebody's laziness. And if, if, and I've bought shit like that before, it's never worked out for me. You know, I think you bought skinny me talks, skinny me tea talks, tea talks. I know, uh, right? I told right? yeah. Yeah, I totally forgot that. Laziness. I never worked mm-hmm. out, right? Um, but when you buy something because you logically understand it over the period of time, it takes time, but you're much more happier with that buying experience because remember, it's not about getting a client, it's about keeping clients. And if you sell people on greed and if you sell people on laziness, you get churn and they'll never come back to you. But if you sell people on commitment and hard work, they'll, they might leave. But just like you talked about earlier with them, they'll come back into the, the cycle when they go, holy shit, I should have been here. Okay, so it's, it's whether or not you want to build a brand and you want to build a business that lasts 100 years or you want to make money today uh, for like two months and then you have to try to find the next thing that's working. Mm. Plus, it's already not working. So, uh, have a think about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, um, it, it, you know, we've tested it, we've tried it, we've definitely done our fair share of testing. I've tested plenty of webinars. I've done hundreds, maybe 150 webinars 
in total testing different offers. I tested it back with PB City who worked um, for a $497 offer. It worked for a $297 offer. There was no way I was going to sell any more than a thousand bucks because the person on the other side just doesn't have that money to spend because uh, number one, it's not for greed. And number two, uh, you could promote laziness, but then when they sign on, they'll they'll refund because it's they realize how much work it takes. And it didn't appeal, it didn't appeal to greed or laziness or sex, those three things. Right. I'm also actually curious now that um we're kind of going down that route of I wonder if they're selling coaching on the back end of that. And then yeah. what would that process of them onboarding this automated client who have just paid mm. into their system and introducing yeah, them and celebrating. I, I, I think, I think yeah. it comes down to when you sell an automated webinar, um, you, you kind of think that you're selling a product and that they should go through a course. Mm. Um, but when we sell high ticket online fitness coaching, we sell uh, high commitment, high responsibility, high support, high accountability, high community, high culture, high fucking everything because we're trying to get somebody to move, not somebody to uh, consume. That's, I think that's the two differences. But I'd be, I'd be more than interested to find out as well. Mm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Great. That was a fun topic. That was fun. We're going to wrap this up and um, have plenty more to come over the next couple of days. Before we, we're off, we're jet setting to San Fran. It's going to be exciting. That is, that is already you're packing it's good not just weather, yet apparently. i'm the last in a yeah. packer so <laughs> it's good weather apparently in la 99 percent of the time so we we know what the la weather's going to be get our tan on look at me i'm so pasty hopefully this time in a month i'll uh, i'll be more yellow and and skinny and and golden and brown um but yeah with that being said thanks so much for tuning in and until next time thanks guys I hope you've enjoyed listening to our radio voices today. If you like us, don't be shy and show us some love by giving us a five-star rating and review. We are shameless promoters of what we do and what we love to do and we'll never stop giving you value. Before you go to the next episode, make sure you subscribe and remember a five-star rating review.